Hey there, travelers. It is your DM, Lucas. I am here to break down the fourth wall. Um, there's going to be no Wintro. That's what I call these intros, the wingover intros, Wintros. Uh, there'll be a Wintro. But I just figured I would give an update on how things are going with Ballad. As you noticed, probably the last like, two months, maybe a month and a half, I don't know. Our release schedule has been wacky, to say the least. Oh my goodness, it has been all over the place. That is because life is fun. So my personal life has been very busy. Uh, my job particularly gets very, very busy. A month before Black Friday, and then leading up to like Black Friday, and then I'm pretty white for December. I'm like software developing in the financial sector. During this time, I lose a lot of my free time because I end up putting in like a lot of overtime, a lot of, you know, like extra work and that kind of stuff. So I'm pretty wiped out. So anytime I have time to work on things, uh, I'm generally too exhausted to, to get this editing done. So I've been pretty slow on it. And I figured, you know, rather than sink into burnout, I just need to take things at my own pace. I think that the schedule is going to get back in order come January, late December. I don't know. One of those two. Uh, I, I'm fairly confident that things will get back into the swing of things. But in the meanwhile, in the next like month and, and so on and so forth, it's going to be a little all over the place. I am going to try to get these things out every two weeks, but it's possible that I'm going to be delayed for the next like two episodes of this arc. Uh, I am doing my best to make sure that I'm delivering you good stuff, uh, that you are enjoying all these lovely sound effects, music, and our wonderful story with Death Shift. I'm having a lot of fun editing it. It is a good time. I do enjoy this, but I am just ooped. I am exhausted. I've fallen behind on like all my personal projects, like our, our even our recaps for our, our Twitch show are behind. I gotta work on those. I gotta work on Patreon stuff. Oh, there is gallons of things I have to do. Gallons. But if you want more ballad content, if you want to hear more one-shots, uh, some with the guys from Death Shift, some with other people, some with guests, all that kind of stuff, uh, lore episodes, all that good stuff. We even have like audio dramas we made. You could hop on over to our Patreon. Uh, it's just $1 right now. It's pay what you want. So like, if you want to give more than a dollar, that's rad as hell. Thank you. But you don't feel like you have to. We just wanted to make it um, the Patreon more affordable to people, especially because times are tough. So if you want more ballad content and you don't want to wait on our release schedule, it's going to be a little wacky. Check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash ballad seven dice. Like the Twitter handle ballad, then the number seven, then dice. Yeah, we got, we got a lot of stuff there. We also got our, our streams going. You check those out. They're a lot of fun. They're super, super fun. I, I I put in some real weird NPCs and characters, and there's even some things that you, you know and love. There's, like, story tying to, like, Draxir and, like, Bernard Busybody, ST3v3, all that good stuff. Yeah. So I just wanted to step in here, take place at the Wintro, and let you all know that Sorry that the schedule's going a little out of whack, but gotta take care of your number one, right? So I want to make sure that I'm not going to hit burnout in these fun holiday times. But I don't want to take up any more of your time. Thank you all so much for listening. I really hope you are enjoying the show, and uh, it means the world that all of you are coming by and, and giving our show a try and, and enjoying it. it. Every time we see a review, it makes my heart sore, so... Absolutely, thank you, everyone. Okay, that's enough of me rambling. Without further ado, I give you All Hail Prince Emsie, Part 5. Hey, I'm Brent, and I'm playing Kalsar, the Tiefling Paladin, and Chosen of Yetifa. Hi, uh, I'm Humberto, and I'm playing Bordon, Dwarven Cleric, and chosen of time. I'm Evan, and I'm playing Ronnie, the half-elf bard and chosen of chaos. 
Hey, I'm Robert, and I'm playing MZ, the Gith Yankee Ranger. Chosen Blood. Hey, I'm Jason, and I'll be playing Drax here, the Dragonborn Artificer. The Chosen Machines. heroes had finally all reunited in Tul Narath, but MZ feared with his mother were due to Borodon, so MZ had cut the rope that kept Borodon in the astral realm, sending the dwarf hurtling back to the town of Sanctuary, where, where Borodon had to face off against TI-426, all on his own. Meanwhile, the group had run away after Kelsar used basically a flash grenade on the Gith Yankee army and they ran into the city center. Following Ronnie, the group barricaded themselves inside a store and then, and then made, made their, their way, way through, through the alley after Ronnie fell out the window. So where we're picking up is you all can hear a lot of the soldiers in the city. They're milling about. Uh, you hear like they're, it sounds like they're inside the store that you were just in. They're trying to get into the room that you were at that you barricaded. Um, you can hear a, a lot of them like uh, shouting uh, commands to each other. And you're, you're all right now in this alleyway that's on the other side of the store. So the three of you, um, Ronnie, Drax here, and Kelsar, you've been here for like two minutes <laughs> in MZ's hometown. I turn to the guys and I'll explain that I have to get uh, this item that I have here into the Dragon Horde, which is a room in the basement of the castle. Okay, great. Why? Because uh, I'm a little little bit behind on what's going on. Um, I mean, you kind of just disappeared on us without telling us. Yeah, my, my mother wanted to see me. She's been looking for me. I know, but... We we all got ripped out of our home worlds, and ever since I got ripped out, they've been looking for me. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll talk, we can talk about this later. I guess we have to, um, we have to figure out a plan. We have, to, we have to figure out how to get to the Dragon's Horde, for one thing, without causing any intention. Uh, it seems like your sibling, your family is... It's hard for me to tell exactly, but they seem extremely powerful in us. And us fighting them head-on would be uh, dangerous. Yeah, we we cannot fight them. Okay. So we're going to have to find a way to get there undetected. And considering I'm wearing a bunch of heavy armor, that might be a, a bit of a problem. But I think I still have a potion of visibility. I don't have a potion of visibility, but I do have a potion of water breathing, which will not help in our situation. If you look at, I posted in Death Shift basically what this uh, city looks like. It's like f basically floating in space. So like the the architecture is very like gothic. It, it's, there's a lot of like spires, tall buildings, a lot of spikes and everything on it everywhere. You do know MZ, the castle itself. There are sewer systems that uh, connect to other things that. You could go through the castle, they will be protected, but it's possible to go through there. You could just go back to the castle and try to deal with your family, or if you really wanted to get to where the dragons are, you know the dragons are located underneath the castle. If somehow you were able to, you could go over the ledge of the city and kind of scale your way there. What are our options, Hamzy? Well, we can either try to sneak in. Okay. Fight our way in. We can try to just talk to my family and not try to fight them. We can maybe get in through the sewer system, or we can maybe scale around and get in. Well, it seems like fighting our way through doesn't seem like to be the best option, because it'll just draw attention to your family, and we, we don't want to fight them. Um, sneaking could be tricky, because not many of us are vers versatile in stealth. Um, we could do the sewers, or like you said, shimmy down. They seem to be our best options. 
It seems like talking to them is not really an option based on what happened when we arrived here. Is that true, MZ? I don't know. It's... Listen... My mother is a tyrant. She is extremely dangerous. She doesn't really listen to anyone. We listen to her. Hmm. I don't know. I see. Some real-world uh, commentary in uh, the story. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they also want to get whatever it is that you have to the dragon sword, I don't think that we could convince them to just let us waltz in. My one brother is helping me. He's not who I thought he was. Do you think maybe we can get in contact? Do you know where he is? Maybe he can help us get into these areas. Or is that out of the question? Listen, the reason why I cut Orodon off is because if my mother were to learn of his powers, she would kill him and try to take them. And if she were to get them... I could, that would be a disaster. I would be scared for the universe. That would be a disaster. Even her getting any of her powers would be would be extremely dangerous. So maybe we should maybe refrain from... Try to refrain from using our powers around her so she doesn't find out what we can do. MZ, your ears start picking up on sounds that the guards are starting to come towards the alley because your passive perception so high. What if you guys hide in the sewer and I'll talk to my family and try to get a hold of Narmak and we can we can meet in the sewers. I'll get him and we'll meet in the sewers. Or what do you guys want to do? Should we just get in the sewers right now? Because they're coming and we need to make a decision. Well, it seems like the best decision would... It seems like you have the best plan because you are able to sneak past almost anything whereas Drexler, myself, and Ronnie we stick out like a sore thumb. But maybe we can hide in the sewers for a little bit while you get your brother. That way we'd have more bodies to go after to put an end to your, your mother. Okay, I guess we'll do that then. So, MZ, you know that there's a, plenty of entrances to the sewer. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this city is very well organized because the gifts are very strict on order and law. It's pretty quick for you to lead them to an area where a sewer is that you can just kind of lift the grate up and send them down okay I'll just say to the guys that uh, don't stray far from this area so that you're not lost in the sewer system and then we gotta find you guys at least I know roughly where you are if only there's wait can we still communicate through our things you can try it okay Oh, yeah, our stones have a one-mile radius, right? Yeah. Yeah. If anything, it doesn't seem like you'd be getting a one-mile away from us, right? No. Okay. Well, maybe we should try testing it. Okay. Do you hear me, MC? Yeah, it's working. All right. We'll hide in the sewers from now on and see if you can get your brother to help us, and then we'll go from there. Okay. What is Ronnie Kelsar? Actually, it would just be Kelsar. What is your passive perception? You'd be the only one who know this. Twelve. No, you're good. You just uh, you look down into the sewers. It's pretty dark, but I think all of you, aside from Draxir, have dark vision. Yeah. So like, you look down there. It, it actually looks pretty clean. So clean sewers. All right, let's head down there. I will slip on my goggles of night as I descend. Why oh, you get night vision goggles? That's awesome. It's because all you guys have dark vision and have no consideration for anyone without it, so I had to. Yeah, Lucas gave me those from, what was that guy, the walrus guy? Sargoth. Sargoth, yeah. Yeah, just make sure you take them off when you go back into the daytime. (laughs) (gasps) Redness! Burn like tuna steaks! Inspiration for Ronnie's new song. <laughs> I put my sunglasses on at night. Or however the fuck it goes. I don't know. <laughs> I think I just botched it. Ronnie's like, I got something. <laughs> All right, let's go get it. Let's split up again, gang. All right, so once more, the party is split into three. <laughs> yep. Classic death shift. 
the three of you slip into the sewers with no issue, and you're you're down there. The smell hits you immediately. Ugh. Uh, regardless Ugh. of how clean this is, it is still sewers, and it there is a lot of refuse that's going through here. Ugh. You see that there are little markings, uh, but it's in a language you don't understand, and it just seems to almost be like directions. Some have arrows pointing different ways. We'll start with MZ, though. So, MZ, you are walking back towards the castle... There are a lot of soldiers everywhere, and it's not long before you're spotted. You see a few soldiers are jogging up your way. When I see the soldiers, I'll just be walking towards the castle. My prince. And when he says that, I'll just say, Stand down, you fools. Your mother has ordered us to take you to her. You don't need to take me. I'm going to see her right now. Very good. And when you're going, you just see that they kind of follow maybe like 10 feet behind you. Okay. You still see a lot of these soldiers as you're walking through the streets are searching through everywhere. They're kicking down doors. They're trying. They're going into people's houses. There's a lot of people who are shouting protests as the they're just marching in. Some people are getting thrown out of their houses while the guards are all storming in, looking around. You hear them shouting like "Leave no stone unturned!" as all these uh, guards are going through this area. You walk past these streets that were once filled with a lot of gifts and maybe the odd traveler going through here. And now it's just soldiers. You make your way back up to the castle where you see your sister, Aerith. She's just kind of leaning against the doors that go into the castle as she's watching you approach. Aerith, smile on my face. Brother, where are your friends? <sighs> your uh, ugly face scared them off. Are you sure it wasn't your pitiful whines? Uh -huh. All right. Come along. We don't want to keep Mother waiting. Where's uh, Narmak, Sugoth, and uh, Shundines? They'll be there. Mother wanted everyone there. Good. You are marched throughout the castle. There's not as many soldiers as there normally was in here. Most of them have probably been sent out to look for you. You go through a few hallways with all these lavishly decorated uh, pictures that have been painted. A lot of them are of your mother, but you see the odd one of you, of your brothers and sisters, and you eventually make it to the room that they have. It's like a meeting room. The door is opened and everyone is already sitting there waiting for you. Your mother is staring at you with this steely cold gaze as her fingernails just tap the top of her staff. Mm-hmm. As I walk in the room, I will take a knee and kind of, you know, put my head down. And then I'll look back up at her and I'll say, Mother, I had guests come here and she, and I point at Aerith, and I say, she started giving them a hard time. MZ, your guests crashed in to our courtyard. They damaged it. Who are these guests of yours? Are they the ones that you traveled with? Yes, and they finally got here, and she had to attack them. Why did you send the dwarf away? That was an accident. I tried to attack Aerith. Uh, roll me that deception. Roll deception. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fuck! What'd you get? Ugh. Natural. Oh, oh no! <laughs> you see her look down at you, which is an eyebrow raised, and she says, "Want to try that again?" I was scared that uh, Aerith or anyone would kill him. Why not the others? Well. I was gonna go for them, but I got knocked on my ass. Mm. Why did you have guests come here, MZ? You're very busy. Because it feels like nobody believed my story, the things that I've had to say. And the Shining God is here, and we've been fighting the Shining God all along, so it was only a matter of time before they got here. Well then where are your friends now? Hiding, because they think that you guys are gonna kill them. I give you my word as queen that I won't kill them, but I wish to see them. I know your word is good, mother, but it's these savages I'm worried about, and I make eye contact with all of them. 
you see your pit fiend brother just kind of like chuckles and a little bit of fire comes out of his yeah. mouth. I say, you're adopted. <laughs> he he clutches at his pearls and he looks at you. Brother, that hurts. Well, MZ, I am the queen. And I rule this place, not your siblings. I declare them safe. Now bring them here. I don't say anything. I just bow my head, kind of nod to her. She nods back to you, and then uh, she just, like, kind of waves her hand. That'll be all. Be gone with all of you, and if I hear anyone is stopping MZ from bringing his friends to the castle, I will have a word with them. And your, your siblings get up from their chairs. They all look at you. All of them are looking at you with either curiosity or almost a paranoia. Like, they don't know what you're trying to do right now. You see your sister Shandines is looking at you very curious. Narmak is thinking, like, he has on his face, it looks like he thinks like you're up to something. And Suga seems a little amused, but also cautious about you. Okay. And Aerith just looks pissed. Everybody's leaving? Yep. Except for your mother. She's sitting there. Right. I can't remember, but Githyanki can then talk through telepathy? Some can. Some can. If you trained in psionics, you could. But, uh... Okay. As we're leaving, I'm gonna walk behind Narmak and just kind of follow him as we all leave the room into the the next lobby or whatever we walk into. I'm just going to see what happens from there. You see your brother Sugoth and your sister Shundines leave to their own separate areas. Aerith punches you in the shoulder and it kind of hurts. And she just looks at you and says, rat. Yeah. Well, she's tougher than me, so. (laughs) (laughs) And she just kind of sneers at you as she walks away. And Narmak stops and he turns around. What do you want, MZ? God, I don't have time for you. I just kind of quietly say that I need his help. Are your friends so pathetic that they don't know how to make their way to the castle? Roll me an insight. 20 altogether. You could tell he's putting on a show, because he doesn't want it to look like you and him are teamed up. Okay. Yes, they are pathetic, aren't they? (sighs) I guess I'll help you then. Fine. Take me to wherever it is your friends are. Okay. And you start marching out of the castle. Are you just heading straight to where they are? I'm going to make sure we're not being followed first. Okay, so you take a little bit of time, like kind of loop through some areas? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Roll me a stealth check. This I can do. 15 altogether. All right, so you go through these streets, and you're, you're pretty confident that no one's following you. We'll cut back to the other three. You enter these sewers, and the smell is not fun to sit with. Ugh. I could taste it. I could taste <laughs> the smell. It's awful. Oh, God. And I'm half and half. While you're chilling down there you see Kelser's eyes are actually lit up like these flames and uh, it kind of almost illuminates his face a bit and I'm a Nephilim so I have like two kinds of sense of smell one demonic and one angelic and it's just (laughs) (laughs) so half of you really loves this and half of you just hates it it's so much worse somehow (laughs) this is an unholy smell make me perception checks so good at those 15 Four. <laughs> uh, twelve. Oh, I guess I actually got a natural one. So, doesn't oh, okay. really matter for this. But. So, Ronnie is uh, very distracted from Kelsar's yelling. And Kelsar, you're, it, the smell is just too much for you. But Drax here, you see out of the corner of your eye, there is a gift just standing in the water. Like, the water is maybe about up to his waist. He's maybe 30 feet away, and he's just standing there, and he doesn't look like he's moving at all. I'm just going to look over at him and be like, what are you doing? 
They cocked their head a little bit to the side. Then they start advancing. I draw my, uh, my trident and point it at him. Wait, what, what's going on, Andrex, here? What? Oh. There's some strange gift down here. Ah, oh, shit. He makes it maybe five feet, and then you draw your weapon, and he stops. From what you can see, it looks like he's just in some everyday clothes. He looks dirty, because obviously he's been down here for a while. But you don't see any weapons or anything on him. I'm just going to question him and be like, how did you end up down here? I came through one of the grates. Why? To hide. What are you hiding from right now? The queen. What makes you think that you need to hide? Because the queen is killing Gith indiscriminately in a rage. When you say Gith in this context, do you mean like... Because there's like the Githyanki and Gith Sarai, right? Mm. Does she just kill either of the two, or is there one that she's more... The, the Githyanki are in like also an eternal war, just due to bad blood with the Giths Arai, so they, they've always been at odds. Okay. But uh, you're figuring that if this person's saying anything, they're probably referring to the Githyanki. Okay. It's okay, friend. You're safe down here. We won't turn you in. Are you helping the prince? Yes. Ah, the prince is helping us. This is good. You see, he turns his head and he makes weird chittering sounds that just echo through the sewers. And you see maybe another ten gif come from that area that he was standing near. And they're all just standing there incredibly motionless. Like, the moment they stop moving, it's just like they're like a statue. Prince Emsi is helping all of us. We're trying to stop Stop her from ascending to godhood. We won't let that happen. You must be wary of the gods. Well, we are wary, but they're not invincible. All of the gods. There's something in motion right now. They've been resetting realities time and again, but we have record of it. We have proof and evidence. Where can we see this? You must join our collective if you wish to see it. What does it mean to join your collective? May I approach? Yes, you can. But know that any move, any false moves, that we will retaliate. He pulls himself out of the water and walks over to all of you. And as you see him come up, his eyes are completely black. He opens up his mouth a bit, and two mandibles come out from the sides of his mouth. You see two more come out from the sides of his jaw. I have ascended. I am a part of the hive. We span the stars. We are one. We are of one mind and one family. We've seen time and again the gods reset worlds due to these mythos wars. Prince Enzi understands. The gods cannot be trusted. You don't have to tell me. I was possessed by one. I'm sorry that you've been harmed by them. The gods continuously hunt our kind. They wish to see us eradicated because we are the last that know of their sins. My comrades and I, we've, we've defeated a god in combat. He was a weaker one, but we still, still succeeded. Good. Why are you all here in the sewers? We're waiting for Emsi. Ah. And just as you say that, the sewer grate opens up and some light spills down, this grayish light. MZ, you and Narmak are looking down there. You see Kelsar, Draxir, and Ronnie are standing there, and you see a, a gith who looks fairly dirty standing near him. I will jump down in, and I will uh, extend my hand to my brother. He looks disgusted, but he, <laughs> he comes down. <laughs> And then I'll slide the grate back over. Honestly, MZ, you bring us to the worst of places. He's absolutely right on that. This, this place is heinous. Heinous. And now, now I'm thinking about it again. Oh, God, it's back. <laughs> so this is your friends? Yep, this is... See why you hid them in the sewers. <laughs> <laughs> this is Kelsar, Draxir, and Ronnie. 
Who the H-E double fuck are you? <laughs> I am MZ's brother, Narmak. I say this is Narmak. Oh, Narmak? He, he just stares at you. I see it runs in the family. MZ is of Gith. Gith do not need to share everything with outsiders. You know what? Not the time to argue, because uh, we got an insane queen that we have to take care of, <laughs> so we will put a pin in this. I hold out that bag, and I say, we need to get to the Dragon Horde, and we need help getting there. You hear a wave of chittering, and Enzi, you look over, and there's about 11 gifts that are just standing there, motionless, chittering. You see the one nearest to you, their eyes are completely black, and they have two sets of mandibles that are coming from their face. Yeah, that that's a thing, too. Um, what's going <laughs> on with that? What's going on with that, MZ? I was going to ask, are you familiar with their collective? Yeah, they're also helping, and I'm helping them. They, um, they've revealed a lot of truth to me. And then I'll start explaining to them about how this cycle has happened over and over and over again, and the gods keep basically wiping all of us out this time it's going to be different so it's going to be permanent you think this time we have the shining god the shining god strikes fear into all of the gods we met the shining god right no just agents of yeah you've seen agents of you don't know who the shining god is you've seen a creature in a vision that astoria showed you that was eliminating planets but you're unsure if that's a shining god, and it was in no way shining. Coolsies. Alright, so what's the plan? The being turns towards all of you. You need to make it to the dragon's lair. The red dragon lair located underneath the castle. All you must do is bring, bring that bag there, throw it into their nest, and we will take care of the rest. You just get the horn. What's the horn, and how did we get there? The horn is one of the items that we need to uh, put Dorum away. Okay, we definitely need that horn then. Yeah. Alright. What's the next plan, MZ? Uh, I kind of turn to, to Narmak and ask him how he thinks the best way to do this is. We can get to uh, the Dragon's Den through the sewers, but... It'll take some time. There will be some guards, but I should be able to dissuade them. But you'll need to be fast. That seems to be our best option at the moment. This is your fight, MC, so we'll follow your lead. Okay. Can we can we huddle for a second? Just uh, Kelsar, Draxir, and Ronnie and I? Yep. Maybe a sidebar. We'll step back. Yeah. Okay, so I just very quietly, those things are working for the Shining God. They told me that the gods have been destroying the worlds over and over and over again. And the Shining God is going to stop it this time. They gave me this, and I kind of hold up the bag. And then I say, I'm not 100% sure if we should trust them because it's the Shining God. But I know we need that horn that's down there to put Dorum away. I don't know if I should actually throw this into the dragon's lair because the shining god. What a conundrum. And so that's where that's where we're at, right? Because we've been fighting the shining god, like the cultists, this whole time, right? So, you know, like yeah. But they're willing to help me right now because I said I would do this. So. What do you guys think? The enemy of my enemy is the situation that we're in. They didn't tell you at all why they needed you to do that for them? Just that they would help. Hmm. Once we're done here, do you plan on coming back? I made a deal with Narmak that if my mother gets dismantled, he's going to be ruler and he's going to be a good ruler. He may not be a good person but he's not going to enslave our kind or anything like that so i see we may not have to help this collective then at all it's the shining god right so i don't know why we like we've been fighting them this whole time right so 
but at the same time they're willing to help and you know like fight against Dorm and all that but why would I don't know it's just a really confusing situation right now we need that horn they're willing to help us get in there and everything like that and, but the deal is is I gotta throw this in there but I don't want to destroy the universe you know yes yeah, so well, makes sense like the shining god could still be an extremely evil god that's just gonna destroy the the universe right mm. definitely a conundrum but our main objective is to get the horn right but i don't like the idea of leaving your mother to enslave your people has mz shown us like the bag or whatever he's carrying he has the bag he hasn't shown you anything in it he was warned not to open it yeah let's see what that bag looks like mz like not what's inside but like the bag itself like what does it look like it's a pretty simple cloth bag it has a little drawstring to kind of keep it closed i'll pass it to drax here and i'll warn him that i've been warned to not look inside of it oh and i got this kelsar and i hold up that other cloth that i have and i show him the white stone white stone i remember this this is when i I remember having this, and this is when I met Truth. Why do you have this? I got it off my brother. He had it. He started saying the same things that my friend who had it was saying about this feeling of power and warmth, yada, 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 until they were basically turned inside out into this evil creature, and then it killed me. So, And you, you have a similar story with it, right? I do, yes. Yeah. I think this thing is evil, and I wrap it back up. I don't know. I don't know what to do with it yet, but... It's definitely not something you should take lightly. While they're talking, I'd like to make an arcana check to see if I can figure out if the bag, like, what the contents are magical, or, like, what kind of magic it is. Yeah, you can try to... Uh, do you have detect magic? Yeah, I'll just cast detect magic. So you cast this spell, and there's a lot of magic coming from all of you. You have a lot of items on you, but you don't seem to be getting any magic from this from this pouch. Could I do detect poison and disease? Yes. Okay, I do that then. You cast this, and you're not getting that from this pouch either. Hmm. I'll just say whatever's in there doesn't seem inherently dangerous but i guess you never know what they might do with it and i'm not getting any dis like any kind of disease or poison in it so i mean from my understanding it's not going to release some sort of mass infection that's going to kill everyone i say that we go along with them since they're going to help and that's all we can do right now we really don't have much other choice honestly i mean I've studied red dragons in training. They are extremely, extremely powerful beings that we would be decimated if we had to go up to against them. I would say it's a suicide mission going up against them. So what would you like to do? You can choose an evil queen or uh, the Church of the Shining God or you can try to do it on your own. Let's do it on our own. Oh God. Might as well. <laughs> I just kind of look at Ronnie and I just like nod my head like, yeah. Yeah, sarcastically or yeah, literally? <laughs> no, like, yeah, I'm nodding my head like, yeah, in agreement. Okay. The Church of the Shining God just gave us what I'm assuming is something very powerful, close and dear to them. They're our enemy. My mother is our enemy and she has a horn that we need. And we can take that from her. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I'm actually really confused on what to do right now. We uh, do a little bait switch there. Give her a fake horn and then... Oh no, we need the horn from her. Yeah, we need the horn from her. We could take the horn and leave a fake horn. I think we could take the horn and dash, but we need a fake bag. Yeah. But at the same time, the Church of the Shining God is... They're willing to fight and kill her. Like, I don't know. But what is going to be replaced? What are we unleashing? I don't know. Hmm. 
You make a good point. We leave it up to you, ultimately. But we can't sit around all day either. We have to make a decision. But whatever you decide, I will stand by it. I don't like the idea of abandoning people that need help. Okay, let's do this. Let's go. What are we doing? We're gonna get into the dragon lair. One way or another, we at least need that horn. Alright. So, you head back to where the others are. Narmak's just been talking to these people. And he turns back to you. Alright, MZ, are you ready for me to lead you? We're ready. The other gift turns towards you. Do you need our assistance? Do you want us to come with you? Might as well. We should use more people. Yeah. Alright. The group of you all start heading throughout the sewers. It takes probably about two hours. There's a lot of constant winding paths, but eventually you make it to this area of the sewers that looks like a dead end. And Narmak says a few words and waves a hand, and you watch as this stone starts to just brick by brick move apart. And it reveals this archway that Narmak just walks right through. Come along, then. He leads you down further into this tunnel, and this tunnel seems to just be going down at a fairly steady pace. The stairs go from being this beautiful carved-out rock to just being kind of rough steps, and eventually this smell starts picking up, this smell of sulfur. You continue your way down, and eventually it starts leveling off. You see that this tunnel starts going forward and then starts quickly expanding, and there are lights here and there, there are bouts of flames that are shot, and you see there's this massive cavern. It must just be like quite a large chunk of underneath this city, and you see dozens of red dragons. Oh, wow, yeah, that's... No, that's not good. <laughs> Narmak stops you all before you get in there. All right. So, as you all know, red dragons are incredibly intelligent. So I don't think you're going to be tricking them anytime. No. You just need to look like you're supposed to be here. I don't know how you three are going to do that, but I got you this far. Coolsies. How much trouble would we be in if we didn't look like anything at all? If they suspect you, they might try to stop you. If they think that you're a threat, they'll kill you. Yeah. That... But if if you can just walk through there, I don't know what it is you have to do here. Do whatever it is you have to do and get out. Then all the power to you. This will go quick. All right. I'm going to cast my... Uh... My level 3 invisibility on myself and Kalsar. Okay, so here's what I want to ask all of you. What is your primary objective for being in this dragon's den? What are you going to do? Are you going to help the, the people of the Shining God? Are you going to betray them? What, what is your primary objective? Personally, Kalsar wants to save innocent lives, and he doesn't want them to be enslaved by a queen. But it also understands how outmatched they are at, at this present point. Mm -hmm. Again, I I'm kind of on like with MC's page, like we don't know what this bag will do. We don't know what will happen if we unleash it. So that's the uh, that's the big problem. That's definitely the hardest part of the decision we have to make: is what is this going to do? Yeah, the deal is they're gonna kill mother and Narmak is going to take the throne but are they being truthful are they you know like what what does it mean like what are we doing you know like what is going to happen that's the big unknown and that's what's really making this a hard decision mm -hmm. the main the main, main, main thing that I know we really need is that horn. That is extremely important. But also saving my people is important to me, and I sort of think I have a way, right? Like, it's in 
it's in my character's head a little bit that this mm-hmm. is actually a good idea. So I don't I don't fully know, right? Like Yeah. You know the horn is down here because they every time the Githyanki armies come back victorious, they fly up with a dragon, they sound off this horn. And the dragons, like, they do this, like, ceremonious breath of fire and fly over it. So you know they do keep the horn down here. And where where exactly did they say to throw this bag? Like, just throw it in? Or or was there a certain area? I can't remember. They said if you can get, like, close to, like, a dragon's nest, like, where it sleeps, just toss it in. And this whole thing would count as a nest? As far as we know, it's not disease or poison. It's not magical. Well, the nests are, like, usually where... So there are, like, piles of gems and gold and that kind of stuff where these dragons seem to be lying down on. You can see in one area there's actually a few eggs off in the distance. Think of this like a really large cavern, almost like what you would expect from, like, an airplane hangar. It's just really wide and open, and there's an easy in-and-out access. But there's just these, like, massive piles of riches. There are... Like, a a few sets of eggs dotted here and there. You see, like, scorch marks on the walls. There's, like, some bloody places where, like, clearly they're eating something. And a lot of the dragons are, like, they're flying in or they're flying out. Some of them are just lounging, laying on the gold. Some of them are sleeping. So if those were their instructions, it seems pretty likely that their goal is to somehow take out the dragons so that the queen is much less of a threat. Yeah. At least that would be what I assume. Okay, how do you guys want to do this? You tell us, what are we doing? Are we to run the bag in the in the horde, or are we just leaving it? Yeah, I think I'm going to throw the bag. Okay, well, MZ, you're the best among us in terms of stealth, so it might be best if you're, if you're the one that does it. I mean, even invisible. Even invisible, dragons still have an amazing hearing, and they're going to hear me move. And they're going to hear Draxir move, Zutrid. And Ronnie, well, is Ronnie, so... If anything, Ronnie blends into the surrounding. (laughs) He looks like the treasure. (laughs) Yeah. He's covered in gold. And on top of that, you look like a person that's supposed to be here, right? So it's it's, it's easier for you to play off it. Okay, I just start walking then. Walking like I own the place. So you start moving in. Some of the dragons take notice very quickly. They see this gith walking in. A few of them look at each other. One of them says something in Draconic. If any of you can speak it, it's just them saying, it seems a princeling has arrived. As MZ walks in, you feel this bag on your side is almost vibrating. And the gem in your pocket is, you could feel it like heat up. You are marching in. One of the dragons slowly winds itself up and walks from this pile of gold and its head comes pretty close to you, MZ. What are you doing here, princeling? And its breath is like a whirlwind. This creature's head is like five or six times the size of you. I live here and I'm looking around. Hmm. Never been down here before. Thought I'd take a look. Alright. And it just, like, kind of gets up. It looks down at you kind of curiously and then just saunters on back to this pile of treasure and lays down on it. He's in. Yeah. I'll just kind of keep walking up, and I'm just kind of, like, trying to scope out that horn as well. Make a perception check. Fuck, this roller's not good. Uh, nine. It hasn't been good to me lately, like... Use real days. Yeah. You start walking in, you see all this treasure, but you can't see where the horn is kept. You're not quite in to the the main area quite yet. You're still kind of walking through. You do get close to a few areas where dragons are nesting, though, and you feel the bag is, like, vibrating on your side. I grab the bag. I also grab that flower. Hmm. And I just... I just pray to whoever's listening that I'm not making the wrong choice, and I throw that bag. Are you, you're not even doing discreet, you're late, you're just throwing the bag? Just as hard as I can, I just grab the bag and throw it. 
you grip the bag, throw it. As it sails into the air, you three, as you're standing there with the other 11 of these beings, one of them clicks this sound and you watch as the bag disintegrates. All these tiny little insects come flying out and just start buzzing everywhere. The dragons are surprised. They look around, they don't understand what's happening. Some of them start like pawing at their faces and roaring. Others are breathing fire into the air. They're smashing into walls. As you see, this chaos is happening. Rocks are falling from the ceiling. Enzi, you just managed to get out of the way of one as it smashes down into this pile of gold right near you. And you glance up and you see this horn on this pedestal as this dragon moves out of the way, glistening this red energy as it's just up high, waiting, looking maybe 20 feet in the air. And that's where we'll end this one. Hey there, travelers. It's me, Wing Ever Gimble, famous known bad. Oh, what a delightful tale. I can't believe there actually finally is, is dragons in this story. Did we have dragons before? I don't think we had dragons before. There's dragonborn and stuff like that, but oh, we finally had the dragons. We had dungeons, and now we got the other 50% of this, uh, this genre. Some people even call this the genre dungeon fantasy, and not sure why, but... You know, it's, it's it's what people like to call it. I hope you're enjoying this tale with MZ and their friends uh, hanging around and tooling her off. There's not enough stories with the Gift Yankee home. I find that there's so much interesting stuff going on in the astral realm, and people like to avoid it like the plague. And again, the slaughter out there. And this is kind of messy, I suppose. But thank you all for joining us, dear travelers. If you want to follow along with our our news on Ballad of the Seven Dice, then head on over to the Twitter. Uh, that's at Ballad Seven Dice. Or oh, we have a uh, Facebook, we are Instagram. We got all that social media stuff that they put in the tubes. Just fit it right in the tube, and then you can look at it. I suppose that's how it works. That's what they're telling me, at least. So head on over to all that good stuff. Give it a follow. All that, and send in that lovely fan mail. You can. Send it with an email at powerofthe7dice at gmail.com or head on over to the Podchaser or the Atunes. We absolutely love hearing from you, travelers. All right. All you need to hear from me today, I am going to go take a nap. All right, dear travelers. Remember to take care of yourself, take care of those loved ones, and these are getting to be more and more difficult times, so just remember to look after that mental health because... It's, it's a very hard and trying time for all of us, so look after that number one. All right, travelers, I bid you all adieu.